Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Yes, indeed. We are on the air right now. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to NABWIC Talks. I am Jada Williams, your National NABWIC Blog Talk Radio Chair, and it always gives me great pleasure to be in the studio every Wednesday morning at 8.30 a.m. here with you. Of course, I have to ask you to follow, like, and share on all your different social media platforms that you are hanging out with NAVWIC, the voice of black women in construction this morning, and or head on over to our website at www.navwick.org. Just like the commercial said, engage with us. Hit that calendar and see all of the different amazing events we have going on these next couple of months. And, of course, do not forget to hit that Join Now button. Listen, there is a space in our organization in NABWIC for everyone. You just have to have that desire. Listen, we have an action-packed show for you this morning. I get so excited. We also have in the studio no other than Ann McNeil, the master builder herself, Ursula Odom of Sula 2 in the studios, and, of course, Miss Jackie Perry of JP and Associates. Good morning, Miss Ann. How are you, beautiful? Jada, 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 Jada. I tell you, every time, if I were any better, I would be you. <laughs> I'm doing great, Jada. I'm doing great, and as the founder of this phenomenal organization, I want to remind our listeners that we are the voice, not just the voice of black women in construction, but I am believing and prophesying, yes, I use that word, prophesying that we are the voice of construction. Why? Because we have a vision and a strategic plan to make strategic difference in this industry as relates to the construction pipeline building. And so when you think about strategic relationships, we're connected to every industry leadership in our space. And when you think about financing, bonding, construction at all different levels, 
whether it's airports, whether it is health care, whether it is water or transportation. I just had a meeting, actually, Jada, this morning with SpaceX, and I am so excited about the possibility of NABWIC going into space. Yes. So it's an exciting time. I'm here actually in Jacksonville at the Florida Airports Council. Just left San Diego at the Florida, not the Florida, but at the P3 Conference for Airports. So, Jada, I am just so excited about having an international presence for our organization. But we're here today to hear from a special member, Dr. Vi, and I'm very excited, Dr. V, Dr. Vi, to hear from you and have you share with us and our listeners how phenomenal, how phenomenal, how phenomenal you are. So, Jada, as always, let's get this party started. (laughs) Yes, indeed. And it is super exciting to think about NABWIC in space. Wow, what a great time to be a NABWIC member. Listen, we tell you guys all the time, we are the voice of black women in construction, not only black women in construction. We do have some brothers and sisters all over internationally. So, Miss Anne, thanks for sharing that absolutely amazing news. So, Let's take a quick commercial break before we get into this great conversation with Dr. Valicia Brooks-Dunbar, also known as, a.k.a. Dr. V, after this quick commercial break. Hi, I'm Vicki Antonio. I'm part of the South Florida chapter of the National Association of Black Women in Construction, and we are excited to celebrate women in construction. What I'm most proud of about being a part of this organization is that we are a conglomerate of women who are doing great things to expand not only ourselves, but our local communities and beyond. Why it's important to support this organization is because you know the saying is that when you support a woman, you support a nation. So my name's Vicki Antonio. Please join us to celebrate women in construction. Yes, indeed. When you support a woman, you are supporting a nation. And today on NAPWIC Talks, we are supporting Dr. V. Dunbar out of Jacksonville, Florida. She is one of our newest members. So welcome to the show, Dr. V. Dr. V is the CEO and founder of the Center for Confidence organizational leadership and professional coaching firm in Jacksonville, Florida, which is also known as TCC for short. She's a member, our newest member in NAPWIC, and also a member of the MBA Advisory Committee at the Forbes School of Business and Technology, University of Arizona Global Campus, and is the Senior Research Facilitator for the Walker's Legacy Foundation out of Washington, D.C. She is a fearless advocate for small business entrepreneurship and creating economic equity for women. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Dr. V. How are you? And welcome to NAPWIC Talks. I'm well. Thank you so much for having me. This is an exciting opportunity to talk about what we're all doing to advance women and create economic equity for, uh, for this country. Thank you so much. 
Of course, of course. Now, I tried to do a little justice by being a stalker and giving the people what they wanted to hear to introduce you. (laughs) How about, first of all, you tell us who you are in your own terms and a little bit of your background and how you came to do what it is you're doing now. Yes, so I was born and raised in, uh, was born and raised here in Florida, just south of Gainesville, Florida. Um, so I am a Florida native, and um, have been traveling the country. Uh, you know, uh, you know, gaining experience working in the corporate world, the nonprofit sector, the government sector, and uh, married the military. Uh, took some trips overseas, um, three years in England. Traveled uh, to different countries and. Landed right back here in Jacksonville five years ago. Didn't think I would be here, but um, so happy to be back in Florida. And when I came back as a different person, as Dr. V, um, you know, I wanted to focus on uh, creating more confident leaders. And, and my passion is supporting women and helping women to become entrepreneurs, confident entrepreneurs. Amazing, amazing. So, through the Center for Confidence uh, Foundation that that you created, what are your key focuses there? My key focus is creating uh, more confident leaders. That is our mission, um, to create more confident leaders at the earliest age and opportunities. So I work uh, with students. That's my Academic uh, Life and Leadership Coaching Academy. And I work with entrepreneurs, primarily female entrepreneurs, um, to help us to create economic equity and economic wealth. So those are my passion points. I'm an avid researcher. I enjoy research um, to better understand what, you know, information, uh, you know, can bring to the table and how we can make, you know, better informed decisions. Because uh, when we look historically at um, how we've, you know, been able to create wealth in this country, we still have a long way to go. So I'm really excited to be a part of NABWIC uh, for sure because I think that NABWIC is one of the most important and critical organizations that we have in our nation today. Yes, indeed. And you speak so um, fluently and energetic about your passion with working with women. Um, Could you give us a little history lesson on that? What led you down the path of being an advocate for small business owners? You know, I tell this story a lot. Um, I started, you know, a a nonprofit arm, Dream Week. When I was in San Antonio, Texas, our last duty station, they had a huge event there called Dream Week San Antonio. And I knew I wanted to bring that event here um, because, uh, you know, we rarely get an opportunity. We, We are so, you know, fiercely devoted to advocacy, that sometimes we overlook those celebration points. How can we celebrate what we've actually achieved? So I started Dream Week Jack uh, with a vision to celebrate and showcase um, how far we've come through the lens of Dr. Dr. King's dream. That vision started, I will say, as far back as when I lived in Miami. So I was in Miami working on my master's a degree in public administration at Florida International University, and that's when I first um, heard about NABWIC and uh, started to travel to Central and South America there. And I remember uh, just being struck by uh, how women uh, in these countries, uh, and particularly uh, black women, the uh, Afro-Brazilians, the uh, black Costa Ricans, um, Panamanians, uh, just 
had less of an opportunity to really thrive. And I looked at that in the context of the United States and realized that we have more power than we realize globally and that it was our responsibility to really figure out how can we all work together to bring each other up, um, you know, internationally. And economic, you know, systems are in place that are, you know, working against us, so how can we fight against that? And that's through entrepreneurship. So my passion started with just realizing that, you know, power structures and power systems really have to do with your ability to create your own. And um, and working for corporate America at the time uh, was not the way to go. There were too many limitations and too many decisions being made that I had no control over. Um, and, and, you know, I am the kind of person where I want to be in charge of my own destiny. I want other women to be in charge of their own destiny. Uh, so the passion started to grow from there, you know, working uh, at Florida International University in Miami. Wow, wow, wow. Absolutely amazing. You know, I have a model that I, I like to say, create um, create the space for your vision to become your reality. And it sounds like that's what you're doing. You create, you um come up with a foundation or a plan, a master plan to internationally unite um, womanhood and working together and just showing that you can create the space, create your own through entrepreneurship, and that, um, you know, brings us up as uh, people. So that is absolutely amazing observation that you made internationally, and a lot of us don't think about that, um, especially being here and going through our everyday um, activities. You've got to think outside the box. Oh, wow, wow, and wow. So with that, I know what has been some of your biggest accomplishments um, with your work from, you know, your FIU days and that first experience with the Afro-Brazilian to now? Yeah, so over it, it's been quite a journey. It's been exciting. So I'm, I'm a, you know, I love to move about and travel. My rule when I uh, finished my bachelor's degree at the University of Florida was, you know, no more than five years at any company, no more than five years in any city, no more than five years in, in any place, and, uh, you know, I was using the model of the members in my family who worked for 30 years at the same business for the same company that gave them very little in return for their life's work. Um, so that was my rule. I said, I cannot, you know, be the person who's this loyal servant to a company. I'm going to be that person who uh, is jumping around and learning and, and, and exploring and, and uh living a rich life just through the lens of other people and other experiences that my family members, you know, my older uh, family members didn't have an opportunity to enjoy. So I um, traveled around the country for a bit. So my, I would say that my first um, job outside of Florida is where it started. It was Opportunity Finance Network. You know, I'm, I'm uh, passionate about, you know, this space also of, um, figuring out how to build communities, and that was my initial focus. You know, how do we rebuild communities? And, again, it sort of falls back into, okay, uh, National Association of Black Women in Construction, how does that fit? Of course, you know, when you're talking about community development, economic development, 
you're talking about uh, project construction, um, business development, all of those components that build communities and build cities and build wealth. Uh, so I worked for them and just really enjoyed the opportunity to understand the banking system a little bit more, to understand community development a, a little bit more, and to be able to network and connect with all of these underserved communities from Native American communities, Hispanic communities, um, African-American communities, and to see where um, our systems that we have in place to support, you know, these programs were either working or not working. So I really enjoyed having that opportunity to start to build and create um, policies and procedures around how we can, we can improve finance, bringing finance in, into these communities. So that would be my first experience nationwide um, within the United States. And then after that, um, had an opportunity to work with, um, you know, this international group of women. So uh, went to England for three years and had this chance to work with um, women who were expats overseas and to also work within the inner cities in London, who, by the way, for some reason, they kind of see us as celebrities over here. It was, it was, it was, it was an interesting experience to see these young inner city um, uh, girls, most of them from either India or of African descent, uh, really look up to us again. It was the same experience that I had in Brazil um, with women looking to us for you know, for their encouragement, for their inspiration. And when I say us, I mean American um, black women. So that next experience is really about connecting all of those expats with all of those inner city communities overseas and just engaging with these young women and doing more than just being there working for the military or working on a base, but actually going into the community. And at that time, that was when the riots in London um, happened. So it was our second year there, I think, or, or going into our third, and they had this, if you all remember, the riots where a uh, police officer shot and killed this young man. And it was so familiar. It was just, it was too familiar. It was painfully familiar. Um, and so, again, you know, trying to figure out how do we better advocate for um, all of us, for to bring all of us up and to support all of us. So that was my second kind of, you know, pivot experience Um living overseas, and then coming back to the States. Now I am really focused on launching this chamber, the Greater First Coast Chamber of Commerce, Innovation, and Trade, because I was surprised that there isn't a chamber here in Jacksonville. Um, and I very much look to Jackie's leadership, Jackie Perry, who's a member of NABWIC, um, to her leadership as one of the first women who launched this, you know, award-winning e incubator here in Jacksonville that's still here after 20-plus years. Um, she has left a tremendous footprint here in Jacksonville, so I, I um, just adore and admire her for the work that she's done and continues to do through NABWIC um, as well. Uh, so now it's all about, you know, again, just looking at how COVID has impacted our businesses, but also um, how we have um, – sort of allowed this gap to widen wealth in black communities has only increased about 1% or so over the past, you know, century. And that's shocking. Um, but there have been systems in place that have worked against us and, and um, 
and we've sort of been compliant with that because, you know, nothing's better than, you know, something's better than nothing, I guess, is the mindset that, that we've had to conform to. And now it's just time to really look at how do we disrupt that kind of thinking and those kinds of programs um, and really save, uh, save our businesses. You know, with 40% black businesses closing last year, we've got to figure out a way um, to be less vulnerable, you know, in those areas. So I can go on and on, but yeah. So those are my inspiration points. Um, and today I'm really working on how do we save our small entrepreneur micro enterprise businesses. And it goes back to NAPWIC again. When you think about the research, most of our um, businesses are solopreneurships, one person running the business. Um, most of them are social enterprises, which create the less amount, generate the least amount of wealth. However, construction uh, is not one of those businesses. And if we get more women into construction um, trades and professional trades around construction, uh, we'll start to at least move the needle up significantly as opposed to working in the nonprofit social services sector, which generates uh, very little um, increase in wealth. Yes, indeed, and it sounds like your strategy of having control and going by your own um, playbook with your corporate career and with your career in the services has lended you to be a more worldly and diverse um, individual where you can see these things and um, small businesses and individuals and assist us. Um, we, a lot of us in NAVWIC are small business owners, um, solo entrepreneurs, and of such. And this is a great place for entrepreneurs to come and connect with individuals like yourself. Um, I would love, 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 and can't wait till we dig deeper into this conversation with Dr. V and NABWIC once we come back from this quick commercial break. But before we go, I have to remind you because I see um, my text messages. I'm starting to get some dings. Um, press 1 on your phones to join the conversation. We will let you in the studio and or drop your comment under our different social media feeds, how you want to discuss whatever you want to discuss or ask Dr. V in the studio, and I or we will make sure that your question is heard. We're going to take this quick commercial break and come back speaking more with Dr. V and Navwick. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. NABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC. Thank you, and we're back. 
Yes, we are back with one of our newest members out of our Jacksonville, Florida chapter. Dr. V um, is in the studio today sharing her wealth of knowledge and worldly experience. So before we get back into this conversation, you know, I just have to remind you guys that our national, NAVWIC national mid-year meetings are coming up, and that is September 15th through September 17th. So you want to head over to our website again, www.navwick.org, or always, always, always you can find anything NAVWIC on Eventbrite. So you can head over to Eventbrite and register for our beautiful reception that we host every year during this time at the beautiful City Club on Thursday night. So you'll want to look out for that and just come on and hang out with us in D.C. and become one of our newest members. So we have our mid-year meetings coming up, and also you cannot forget about our next billion-dollar luncheon. So please connect and engage with us through our website to stay up to date. We are back. Dr. V, this has been an absolutely amazing conversation, and I could just sit here and talk to you all morning about your different worldly experiences. But one thing I did pick up on is that you um, are um, are spearheading um, the newly founded Greater First Coast Chamber of Commerce up there in Jacksonville, um, Florida. So with that, um, what are some of your goals, or if you want to share, um, what are some things that you're doing through there to encourage small business owners? Thank you. So the, the Greater First Seat was founded in February, so we are entering our sixth month in August. And one thing, you know, after I've been here for five years operating a business um, in the incubator that Jackie started, and now I have a 4,000 square foot co-working space that I opened because I realized that when it comes to uh, women entrepreneurs, there's this barrier in terms of um, understanding how partnerships actually work and how relationships um, building is critical to the success of their business. So I wanted a safe space where women could come, a 24-hour space where they could come, network, collaborate, and start to think about what partnerships look like for their business. Everyone would like to do it alone. They're all solopreneurs. Um, but growth, um, business growth, is that is not the best model. So with the chamber, we really wanted to start to pivot and look at how um, we can start to form these greater partnerships within the region. Uh, when COVID hit, we realized that there were a lot of small businesses in rural areas that were um, not as engaged or connected or, or receiving the resources that were available because they were just out of the loop, um, out of the greater urban core, if you, if you will. Um, so my work with the chamber was to launch that. I remember putting out this SOS called, you know, the rapid response team and sending emails out about what are we going to do about uh, COVID and the threat of black business closures. Uh, what's happening, you know, with our businesses here in Jacksonville, and uh, had a very small group of people respond, and out of that response, um, of course, Jackie Perry was one, Valerie Jenkins here at Wells Fargo was another, 
um, we decided that the best thing to do was to first create the data to create a needs assessment survey. So we are focused on um, putting our data behind um, our request and our ask. And, you know, and I am a person with a fundraising background, a, a grant writing background, so I understand how you have to justify. And that's where a lot of us fall short is we don't have the data to defend or justify our request for support. Um, so we're pulling that together, collecting the data, uh, which is very thin, um, but we're, we know how to build our own. We can't wait for other people to collect the data for us. Um, it's flawed anyway, <laughs> which is, is my bias as a researcher, but I've seen enough to know that, you know, um, you have to be in control of the, of the questions and the interpretation of those questions. And also, we want to um, reach out regionally. So this is a regional chamber. Um, I'm meeting in Lake City. I'm meeting in Valdosta because there's so many awesome, wonderful um, black-owned businesses in those areas that we rarely hear about or don't know anything about, and information is not getting back to them. So again, it's looking at how we can build wealth regionally to form those partnerships and to um, have that seat at the table, hence the acronym First Seat Chamber. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. And like you said, I know you work closely there with Jackie Perry in um, Jacksonville and that her incubator program, um, yes, has been thriving um, for this long. And that, that was one of, one of my interests. And I know that um, First Coast Chamber of Commerce is going to be a force to reckon with once you guys get everything up and going um, in the organization. So I can't wait to have you come back and give us an update on what's going on there. Um, you mentioned before, now, when you was working on your master's at FIU, you heard about NAVWIC, and then you went overseas, come back, you've heard about NAVWIC, um, back and forth and along your journey, but now we've recently had the blessing of you becoming a new member and being active in our Jacksonville chapter area. Um, what are some of your goals and what motivated you more to get involved with NAVWIC outside of, you know, we, us having a lot of like synergies? You know, I, I, I want to say to Ms. McNeil that I, you know, I am just um, – just so inspired and in awe with women who understand that they need to do this thing themselves. So I absolutely consider her an ally and a colleague in the same space of, you know, how can we do better? How can we organize and form, um, you know, something that is awesome and productive and resourceful and that really is designed to increase wealth? So I just wanted to say that to her because, um, you know, she's on the call, and we have not met personally, just found out she's down the street in Jacksonville. So maybe we'll get that chance this week. Um, but NABWIC, again, um, going back to this concept of economic wealth, I want um, to be a partner um, with NABWIC. I want to be a resource member uh, for NABWIC, for getting the word out, for bringing membership in. You know, I understand, again, coming from the nonprofit sector, that the, the most valuable thing a member can bring to the table are the resources and other members um, to the organization. And this is an organization, once I become part of it, 
um, we're going to make sure that it's thriving and that it's growing because it's absolutely essential and critical that we diversify um, the types of businesses that we have, and in particular, the types of businesses that can create uh, wealth more rapidly for all of us. Um, so definitely sending partnerships and, and referrals and resources to NABWIC and also working with NABWIC um, to achieve the objectives and agendas of all of our organizations working together. Um, yeah, I think that um, a bigger presence here in Jacksonville is absolutely needed, um, more conversations and knowledge around construction and real estate and all of those components is absolutely lacking in, you know, in the conversations that I have with entrepreneurs. Uh, so we need to bring that to the table and let them know there's some great options out there. And NABWIC is the leader and facilitator of those conversations. Yes, 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 indeed, because we are the voice. <laughs> of course, Dan is here on NABWIC Talk. <laughs> And we want to thank you, thank you, thank you for wanting to be our partner and go above and beyond of just being a regular member, but already having your goals set out to bring resources and, of course, bring in new members. And we thank you for um, lending your talents and bringing your talents to NAPWIC and our beautiful merger um, as we onboard you continuously as a new member and as you are building up Greater First Coast Chamber of Commerce up there in Jacksonville, Florida. Listen, this conversation, audience, can go on and on forever in a day, but I have to make one thing clear. Our National NABWIC um, mid-year meetings, I told you guys the date, September 15th through the 17th, but I know everybody's wondering what city are we traveling to now. Listen, we will be in Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. at the City Club, and we will be at the Embassy Convention Center for all of our different board meetings and member meetings and for you guys to come meet NAVWIC and engage with us. That is September 15th through the 17th in Washington, D.C., so, Dr. V, I hope that you have um, our mid-year meetings on your schedule or go ahead and add it to your calendar because I can't wait to meet you in person in Washington, D.C. at our reception in City Club. you have time for us to add that to your calendar? I was going to ask if it was virtual. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, yeah, that virtual option still has to be on the table, so um yeah, we'll we'll look at the calendar, either virtual or in person. We'll, we'll say that. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Well, last year we had our first phenomenal virtual, all virtual mid-year meetings last September due to COVID, and I would like to say, I just have to say, I'm still getting goosebumps now just reminiscing on last year's meetings because it was our largest turnout ever. Virtually, we had about um, 160-plus people in our um, meetings virtually, so that was awesome, and dignitaries and politicians giving us all their different messages and warm regards to keep the people in our different communities encouraged. So this year, everything won't be virtual. We will be in person, but we are looking forward to having this same energy and momentum and show up in person because the work is magical. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh. I am, um, I say, I, I, you know, I, 
I'm always throwing out stuff. But um, the uh, SBA uh, deadline for the Community Navigator um, grant is coming up, so I'm hoping uh, that we can all partner and, and make sure that we are um, a player in the game when it comes to how uh, the response to COVID and the impact of COVID on entrepreneurs is being uh, managed. Yes, indeed, and we will love to have and can't wait to have more conversations, digging deeper in into that um, topic there. So are you ready for the hard questions now, Dr. V? Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> well, I know that you're super busy and you're always researching and probably reading different Pearson journals and things of that nature in your research, but could you share with the audience or with me this morning your favorite book or what you're currently reading or something that may keep you motivated to do what you're doing every day? Well, I, I am reading research. You're correct. I'm reading a lot of research. So we just released the uh, Walker's Legacy COVID-19 Impact Study on Multicultural Women uh, Entrepreneurs. So um, I'm going through the data and putting together talking papers um, in response to what more than 100, uh, excuse me, more than 1,000 women nationwide um, said in terms of how COVID had impacted their businesses and what do they need to stay open and to be sustainable moving forward? So we have some exciting information, <laughs> excuse me, um, that we're releasing regarding women in technology, um, women and, you know, this concept of relationship and, and having a more improved ecosystem. Uh, so I'm really excited about the research and the data coming out of what does the next business model look like for uh, multicultural women entrepreneurs. Um, my favorite book has always been since, like, the seventh or eighth grade, The Iliad and the Odyssey. I love sci-fi fantasy uh, sort of uh, books. So I'm, I'm always looking at, especially on Netflix now, that was my new find during COVID, um, movies about sci-fi, sci-fiction, and stuff like that. And um, books that I would recommend, um, reading a lot of books on wealth and creating wealth and the historical uh, footprint of what wealth creation looks like in the black community. So, um, you know, sort of on the nerdy side when it comes to reading. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it feeds my soul. It, it, you know, it, it's in alignment with what I'm passionate about. Man, a lot of great suggestions there. Uh, I know Jackie Perry is also in the studio, and she has had her hand up and can't wait to get in. So I don't know if Jackie wants to comment on this amazing book list that you just gave us or just continue to welcome you to NAVWIC. But good morning, good morning, good morning, Ms. Jackie. How are you? Good, good morning, Jada. How are you? I'm doing well myself. And um, I'm just really excited. I've just really been sitting here enthralled at the entire conversation. You know, whenever we have guests, and Dr. B is no exception, and you get to probe a little bit about their careers and their life and who they are, you just always learn something new. And so I have just been, and all the things that I've heard from, you know, the courage you had to stepping out to doing what you do, and what you do to inspire confidence in, in other women. And now with uh, First Seed, you know, going into the global market, marketplace to build up communities 
uh, especially for uh, our ethnic communities, especially black everyone, but again, you know, our emphasis is so much on uh, black women. I just admire everything that you do. And yes, I'm impressed uh, with the, uh, the reading list. And by the way, Dr. V, I love sci-fi movies too. And uh, <laughs> like you, I'm a little bit on the nerdy side. So, hey, I'm right there with you. <laughs> so uh, thank you for sharing that with us. And uh, once again, I won't take a lot of time because I know we're at the top of the hour, but I just want to say Thank you for everything that you do in our community, for being a partner with, with NAWIC and then vice versa. You know, we certainly want to support uh, everything that you're doing on behalf of entrepreneurs because, as you said, uh, you know, we're all in this together, uh, building our community and creating wealth, uh, especially that can pass on to the next generation. So thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome, Jackie. Um, I will say that um, two books, The Color of Wealth, uh, or The Color of Money, The Color of Law, and I think the third one is The Color of, um, but one of them has to do with housing and construction, so that may be an interesting read for your readers, uh, for, for uh, the other members. Thank you so much for sharing that, Dr. V. I already knew it. I was like, we're getting to the top of the hour, and I know I have not bought Ms. Jackie Perry into the conversation. I did not want to get bopped upside the head after, after we get <laughs> off of the air. <laughs> but it's so exciting when we bring in special guests like yourself. And this is another member benefit. So we encourage all of our members, even our audience listeners, if you feel that you have a, mes a message, an endeavor, a purpose that is aligned with NAPWIC, you are more than welcome to contact this show and become a guest, a special guest on this show. Along, now hold up, let's not forget advertisement either. We can, you can also advertise on NAPWIC Talks. So just email us at marketing at com, and or just call us directly or comment under our different social media platforms that you would like to advertise and or be a guest on NABWIC Talks. Listen, Dr. V, Jackie Perry, Miss Ursula, Miss Ann, this has been yet another exciting show this Wednesday morning. Dr. V, again, I thank you. We all thank you for being our special guest. And as we wrap up the show, are there any last comments or remarks you would like to share with the audience? Um, I, the one that was chomping at the bit was to make sure that, you know, we're, again, partnering with each other and um, going after all of these opportunities that have uh, come about uh, following COVID and, and how COVID has impacted our businesses, but also to remember just to network and collaborate and connect with, you know, other business women um, and our allies. So let me just reference that. We cannot do business, you know, within one sector or segment of the community. We have to have our allies um, who are out there in every community who are working and partnering with us. So it's definitely, um, you know, a universal, global, inclusive vision that both organizations have, that all of our organizations have, um, but we all have to come to the table together and to support each other, and that's what, um, that's what we're working on. That is my hope and my vision that we'll start to build stronger um, alliances and stronger partnerships with each other. 
Yes, indeed. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And how do the people get in contact with you? Because I have your email address. I can just, you know. Yeah, they can find me at the truedrv.club. I have a lot of resources um, on my uh, website that are free resources for anyone who's interested in starting a business. Um, I work with uh, more than 100 um, small businesses at this point, um, and I uh, was really excited to be part of the uh, COVID, uh, MBDA COVID recovery team, helping those businesses to recover through COVID. So, um, you know, find me there. Find me at the Center for Confidence. You can email me at drdunbar at thecenterforconfidence.com um, if you want to connect or, you know, have any collaborative partnerships in mind. It's drdunbar at thecenterforconfidence.com. And then you can always uh, email me at, I'm sorry, call me at 904-479-6611. Well, thank you so much. And audience members, you have the information directly. We have been given a lot of nuggets of gold. So my basket is definitely full. It has been another absolutely amazing NAPWIC Talks show this morning. Listen, you can always catch us or connect with us every Wednesday morning at 8.30 a.m. Thank you so much, Dr. V, for joining us, and thank you all of our audience listeners and members. It has been another absolutely amazing NAPWIC Talks. Until next Wednesday, have a beautiful Wednesday. Thank you so much. Have a great this day, concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.